Hello everyone and welcome to another Chatterbug stream. My name is Max Roberts. Let's learn some English. Hello all of my friends watching today. Today is a Q&A stream. This means you write questions in the chat and I will answer them. So please feel free to start writing some questions in the chat about English, about the language, about the culture, about Chatterbug, about me, whatever you want to ask questions about. So please start writing your questions in the chat. I will answer as many of them as possible. Hello and welcome. Hello, Bremer. Hello, Boduk. How's it going? Good to see you. Uh, so like I say, this is a Q&A stream. So it's your time to type in some questions into the chat and let me know if there's anything you want to know about English. I already had a comment from uh, Anka um, about shorts, um, and obviously we have shorts on the Chatterbug app. Uh, these are short in little videos that we make to give you tips and tricks in English and the other languages we teach. Um, hello, Kaiskana. Hello, Abdurrahim. Uh, hello, Farnaz. Good to see you. So please make sure, everyone, that you ask some questions um, and we will absolutely be able to answer them. Ah, excellent. Here is our first question. Lady of Spring, teach relationship idioms, relationship idioms. So, well, let's start with what is an idiom? Um, I'll write that in a slide for you, an idiom. Uh, so an idiom is like a sort of short, phrase used in the English language or in any language um, that helps us sort of convey an idea. Uh, let me think of some idiom examples. Idioms in English, something like um, to bite the bullet, which means uh, to um, do something that you have to do even though you don't want to do it, or something like Break a leg, we say in theatre, which is a way to say good luck to someone. So that is an idiom. So some relationship idioms. Let me have a think. Um, something like, ah, excellent. I found a really good one straight away. So. To fall head over heels. To fall head over heels with someone. Uh, this means to fall madly in love with someone and we say to fall head over heels if you fall madly in love with someone if you know you, you're really struck and you go crazy all of that uh, another idiom for you for relationships and I could turn this into a whole stream actually um, something like a match made in heaven uh, a match made in heaven a match made in heaven uh, so this is when two people are perfectly right for each other. Anchor, what are idioms? So idioms are sort of short phrases um, that are commonly used in the English language. Um, let me see if there are some other good ones. Uh, ah, to love someone to death. Uh, here, let's try that one. To love someone to death. And this means to love someone so, so much uh, that you feel, you know, it actually hurts you how much you love someone, uh, to love someone to death. 
So those are some sort of idioms. Um, here's another good one. We say, the honeymoon is over or the honeymoon period is over. And this is when we talk about um, the sort of happy, exciting bit of the beginning of a relationship when that is over and when it starts to get a bit more boring and maybe they start to have more arguments and it's not as exciting and romantic as it was at the beginning, we say the honeymoon period is over. Um, so, uh, those are some relationship idioms. Um, please, everyone, ask some more questions. Uh, so ask some questions in the chat. You can ask questions about me, about Chatterbug, about English, about the... Um, about the uh, English grammar or English vocabulary. Anything you want to know right now, I am here to answer for you. So please let me know if you think anything. Write your questions in the chat. Uh, hello, Natpuch, good to see you. Hello, Nico, good to see you. Hello, Idris, uh, good to see you. Welcome to the stream. Um, so, I'm going to show some more romantic idioms um, whilst you come up with some more questions. So please ask some questions. Uh, absolutely. Um, ah, here's a good one. If you see a couple in public and they're all kind of sentimental and lots of, you know, kissing and touching and sort of weird behaviour, you can call it they're being all lovey-dovey with each other lovey-dovey so like you know they're they're all holding each other and hand in hand and kissing and buying each other presents uh we say um lovey-dovey they are lovey-dovey with each other um lady of spring asks me uh bah, 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 bah. please speak about starting the romantic questions do you mean like questions you might ask at the beginning of a relationship, um, in which case, yeah, I can absolutely answer that, no problem. You might say something like, um, you know, after you've said like, hey, would you like to go for a coffee, blah, blah, blah. You can say things like, what are you looking for in a relationship? This is a good question to ask someone near the beginning when you're dating. What are you looking for in a relationship? And this is something that you might say just to make sure that you want the same thing. Um, what are you looking for in a relationship? And then they might say, oh, I want someone who really loves travel um, and who can travel with me um, and uh, who can, um, you know, has the same interest as me. I like going to the cinema a lot. Uh, so what are you looking for in a relationship? Um, I'm looking for someone to settle down with and have children. Or, oh, I don't really want children. I want someone who I can go partying with. That's something that you might say at the beginning. What are you looking for in a relationship? Um, you might also ask something like, remember in, in English-speaking world, we're not as direct as other cultures. So we might not straight away say, like, do you love me? Um... But you could say something that hints at that, like, what is your type? What is your type? And this way, they might say, oh, I really like sort of tall, dark hair, 
Um, I like people who like adventure. I like people who like walking on the beach. Something like that. What is your type? Um, that's a good question. Early on, um, I would say anything else that I can think of that you might say at the beginning of a relationship. You could ask someone about their values, you know. Um, what are your core values? And this might be something like, you know, what are your core values? And then you say, well, to me, family is really important. Or to me, my friends are really important. Or, oh, I believe in charity and doing good. Things like that. What are your core values? This means, what do you believe in as a person? You might say, religion is really important to me. What are your core values? Um, excellent. Uh, Mari is asking between did and didn't. Did and didn't. So this is a good question, actually, because we don't use did that much um, and didn't. Uh, so did you go to the supermarket? Yes, I did. And you're confirming that you did the thing that someone asked. So, did you go to the supermarket? Yes, I did. Did you go to the supermarket? You go to the supermarket? No, I didn't. Um, so, did is something that you do, but in the past. And didn't is something that I, that I didn't do. <laughs> so something that we didn't do is something that hasn't happened. So did you go to the supermarket? No, I didn't. Or did you go to the supermarket? Yes, I did. Did is the past of to do. I do my homework. I did my homework. I don't do my homework. I didn't do my homework. So didn't is the past of don't. Uh, very, very good. Well done. What's the difference between will and going to? So this is difficult. And I know that a lot of English uh, learners find this difficult. So I'm going to show you two sentences. Again, same thing. I will go to the supermarket and I am going to go to the supermarket. Um, so, the second one is what we say in conversation to say what we're, what we're planning to do. I'm going to go to the supermarket. I'm going to the park. I'm going to go on holiday. Whereas I will, I will, it's more like if you were thinking that maybe you weren't going to, if there was a question, you're like, no, I, I think I will go to the supermarket. So we only really use will in a situation where there's some kind of doubt or question. So I wouldn't go, I wouldn't say I will go on holiday next week. I would only say that if someone says, you're not going on holiday. No, I, I will go on holiday. It's sort of, 
I will is like, if there's a question, you're correcting a negative. I'm going to are just things that we talk about that we plan to do in the future. So I hope that makes sense. I will do this. Oh no, I, I will do my homework. I was I don't want to do it, but I will do it. Whereas I'm going to do my homework is just on my list of things to do. Uh, if that makes sense. Um, Ju asked about feeling blue. Feeling blue. So feeling blue, it's basically another way to say I'm feeling a bit sad at the moment. So um, if you're having a really hard time in general, um, it doesn't have to be that something happened. You can just say, I'm feeling a bit blue at the moment. And this would say, I would say is over a longer period of time. I feel a bit blue. Um, I'm not really sure why, but I feel a bit blue. And it's just a way to say, I'm not in the best mood. Uh, I feel a bit sad. There doesn't have to be a reason. You can just say, I'm feeling blue. Um, whereas I'm sad is more maybe if something specifically happened to you. Um, so, you know, obviously in the UK, the Queen died. Um, and so someone might say, I'm sad because the Queen died, something happened. Um, whereas if you would say, mm, I'm feeling a bit blue, the Queen died, the, it would sound like the Queen is just one of many things that maybe happened. Um, so I'm feeling a bit blue. It's quite a sad thing. I hope you don't have to say it too much. <laughs> um, Baduk, how not to get confused between German and English? Do I get confused between German and English? I don't personally. Um, I think because I grew up speaking both languages a lot, um, it's not really a problem for me. I guess there are a lot of things that are similar between the two languages. A lot of words sound the same, but then the, the, the way we say things is different. So I can understand why if you're learning both languages at the same time, it can get confusing. I would say it's better to really focus on one language rather than two at the same time, in my personal experience, but everyone is different. Um, Nat Put, what's correct? I am blue or I am in blue. We say I'm feeling blue or I am a bit blue. Uh, you don't say I am in blue. So I am blue. How are you? I'm a bit blue or mm, I'm feeling a bit blue. I'm a bit blue. Um, we don't really say I am blue because if you don't make it clear that you're talking about your feelings, someone might think that you're just saying I am blue, like my skin colour is blue. Um, <laughs> uh, Carl, no, blue does not mean gay. Uh, that's not something in English. Uh, so it, it means sad. I'm feeling blue. Um, it doesn't mean I am gay. <laughs> I'm not sure where you got that. That's not something we say in English. Um, ah, I do know what you mean, though. Actually, there's one thing. If you talk about, like, the film, it was a blue film. That means it was a film with a lot of sort of adult content. Um, it was a blue film. Um, or if you say... I don't really say this, I think it's more American, but like blue language is like swear words, really, really bad words. Um, and it was a blue film. Again, I don't think it's a bit old fashioned to say this, but you know, you would say it's a film with a lot of like nudity and sex, probably. Um, 
Very, very good. Good question, actually. Thank you, Carl. Um, Raphael is asking about puppy love. Uh, let's write that down. Puppy love. That's a good question. Puppy love. So puppy love, um, we sort of say, if you see two, like, young teenagers who think they're really in love, um, who think they're really, really in love, and and they're like, oh, you know, I'm, I can't live without him and blah, blah, blah. You know, some 13-year-old or 14-year-old girl. We say this is puppy love. And what we're saying is, you think you're really in love, but actually you're, you know, you're too young to really know what love means. <laughs> so uh, puppy love is definitely like, you know, oh, they're too experience inexperienced for real love. Um, so puppy love is just like saying... Oh, cute. Little, two little 16-year-olds holding hands. It's puppy love. Um, very good. Uh, Rumi and sh asking about the difference between shall and will. Hmm. That's a really good question. Shall is quite old-fashioned. We don't say it that much anymore. It makes me think of Cinderella when uh, the the... The um, fairy uh, fairy godmother says, you shall go to the ball. Um, and so I think shall I wouldn't use very much anymore if you're learning English. Will we absolutely use. Um, I think I will go to school. I think I will buy that thing that I want to buy. Absolutely. Um, I will do my homework. I promise. I know you think I'm not going to, but I will do it. I will learn English. I need the strength, but I will learn English um, if there's a challenge. But shall, I shall learn English. Mm, it sounds a bit strange. We don't say it so much anymore. I shall. <laughs> I shall. I don't know. Do we use shall anymore? I don't think we, I think we barely use shall. You might hear it on like a, um, like an announcement in formal English. They broadly mean the same thing. Um, it's something that you're going to do. Uh, let me just have a look if there's any help online. Shall. Um, these will over requests. Um, ah, so they're saying that shall is used more for questions. Um, which actually I can kind of see. Um, so it's, I guess it's a bit more polite. So if you're asking someone else that you don't know, um, shall, like, you know, you might use it in a question to someone else rather than um, we, like, it, um, will I help? You might go like, shall I help? But again, I, I really don't think that people say this um, anymore. I really think it's sort of not used that commonly in English. Um, so I wouldn't worry too much about shall. Uh, they will go, I shall ask her. Ah, that's a good example. They will go, I shall ask her. Um, so you could say, I will ask her, but I shall ask her as if we're saying for a group, uh, if you're talking to a friend, you might go, oh, I shall go, I, I, I shall go and, and, and do this. Like, it's a sort of a suggestion to a question, like, oh, I think I shall, I shall go and ask her. 
but it's not very common, so don't worry about it too much. S1S says, my teacher said we use shall for I and we. Yeah, we shall, uh, but we can also say we will. Um, very, very good, everyone. Uh, any more questions, please let me know in the chat. I will finish the stream in probably about five minutes, unless I don't get any more questions. But please ask me some questions in the chat now if there is anything you want to know about English. Am I happy to answer your questions? And a huge thank you to Gigi and Lady of Spring um, for watching the stream today and for being supporters of mine. I'm a huge, huge, huge fan of all of my supporters. I'm very grateful to all of you. So thank you, Gigi, and thank you, Lady of Spring, for watching today. Um, you're amazing. Um, Farnaz, is it helpful to use four to five vocabulary books and every day focus on one subject, for example, food in all book, um, in the whole book? Um, I think it's good to sort of group things, absolutely. So you're going to say, I'm going to focus on learning five new food items today. I think that's a good way to learn, actually. Um, so you go, right, I need to learn different vegetables. So aubergine, lettuce, carrot, um, courgette. Great, I'm going to learn those. Aubergine, carrot, courgette, cauliflower. You know, and you look and you have your pictures and you collect them together. So I really, really think it is quite good to group your vocab when you're learning it. Um, if you just sort of learn words from every category, it's a bit more confusing. So make lists and sit down. Okay, here's a list of vegetables. Great. And then if you know, oh, I need to remind myself, I can't remember, you can go back to the one page where you wrote all of your vegetables down. So absolutely, that is a good suggestion. Thank you, Farnaz. Really, really good. Um, any more questions? Let me know. You've got about two minutes left to ask me some questions. So I'm here to answer your questions. Please, please, please let me know if there is anything else you would like to know um, about English, about the culture, um, about anything you want to know. I am here to answer your questions. So please, please. There's been a lot about love today. You really want to know about love, everyone. Interesting. <laughs> but it's good. It's good to know language about love. Why not? Um, but there's some really good... Uh, we do have some good idioms about love in English, that's for sure. Um, any more questions, anyone? Please, please, please do send in your question and I will try and answer them as best I can. So please, please, please send in your questions and, and I will answer them in the stream. Um, Karl, Karloff says, do you know Canelo? I don't know Canelo from Mexico. I don't know Canelo. I'm afraid, sorry, I can't help you with that. I don't know what that is. Um, hi, J-O-O-O 2009. Hello, good to see you. Uh, me. Do you want to know about I and me? The difference between I and me. I versus me. That's a good question. I versus me. So, we say I, if I'm doing something, I am going to school. I am buying some chocolate. I think that uh, English is really cool. That's what if I am doing something. I am doing something. 
Whereas me is the opposite. Um, so he gave it to me, or he saw me, or he bought me a car. So if someone else is doing something to me, then I use me. Give it to me. Give me the pencil. So if something is happening to me, I use me. Whereas if I am doing, I say I. So I am going to bed, um, but then he saw me in the bed. Or, uh, yeah. Exactly. Does that make sense? So if I am doing, I. If it's being done to me, me. Um, very good. Mari, the best, better, good. So, good, better, the best. Good is just when something is good. You like it. It's good. Your English is good. The food is good. Good. If you're comparing two things, you say better. So, spaghetti is good. But burgers are better. Uh, curry is the best. So, spaghetti is good. Burgers are better than spaghetti. So better is when you're comparing two things. Better. Spaghetti is good. Burgers are better. Curry is the best. And that means curry is better than everything else. Um, so the best you're comparing, but you're saying curry is better than everything else. There's nothing better than curry. So spaghetti is good. Burgers are better. Curry is the best. Um, does it make sense? Um, so we're using comparison. Something is good. Something else is better. Something is the best. Uh, for example, um, Ben speaks good English. Carl speaks better English, but Sally's English is the best. So you're comparing them and it's going up in terms of how good they are. Um, Rumi, the word accept. So there's two that we have to be careful of. There's accept and accept. Um, and these are two words. They have different meaning. They're almost said the same. Accept and accept. If I accept something, it means if you offer to give me something and I take it, I'm accepting it. You offer me a job, I accept the job. Um, and if I accept the job, that means I'm saying yes. So accepting with an A is to take something, to agree to something, um, to, to, yes, to agree with a request. Um, accept is a word. So I like all animals except cats. Uh, this isn't true. I do like cats. I like all animals except cats. So, except is the one animal that I do not like. So, I like all animals, except cats. Every animal is great, but I don't like cats. Uh, good. What are your favourite 
idioms. What are my favourite idioms? Um, I'll write some down for you. If something is hunky-dory. Hunky-dory means something is really good, something is really excellent. Oh, it's hunky-dory. Um, that's a really funny word. Um, so I'll say that for today. That's the first one that came into my mind. Hunky-dory. How is it? It's all hunky-dory. That means everything's good, everything's fine. I'm enjoying everything. This stream is hunky-dory. <laughs> um, ah, no, so Rumi, accept, uh, spelled E-X-C-E-P-T. I'm going to write that down for you. I like something. Uh, I like all chocolate. Except dark chocolate. I like all chocolate except dark chocolate, spelled E-X-C-E-P-T. Um, good! Uh, Nat Putch, it's raining cats and dogs. Um, it's raining cats and dogs. I have no idea where this came from, but it just means it's raining really, really heavily. Um, it's raining really, really heavy. Um, but I don't know where it comes from. I really don't know. It's just something we say. Um, good. Um, anchor. I want to see the live chat on my laptop, but I can't search you. Only words, subject, grammar, not teachers, and not your live lesson. And on the website, I can read the different subscriptions on Instagram. Cool. So you can actually set on a stream. If you find a stream with me and you click my name, uh, Max Bex, if you click the teacher's name, then you can find all of their streams in one place. So if you just click the name, if you're watching the stream now, you should be able to see in the About section my name down there. You can click on my name and then you can see all of my streams. Uh, or in the chat, if you click on my item icon in the chat, you can see all of my streams. Um, S1S. Do we say someone speaks good or someone speaks well? Someone speaks well. Uh, I speak English well, we say. Um, and you have to say well because good is an adjective, and this means... It describes a noun, so this is good food, whereas well is an adverb, which means it describes a verb. So, I, I eat well, or I speak well, or I can see well. So, well is an adverb, you only use it with verbs, and because you say I speak English, I'm speaking English, I'm speaking English, well, you can also say, I speak good English, I speak good English, um, but if you're saying he speaks well, it has to be well, it can't be good. Um, that said, some English speakers do say, I speak good. It's not seen as correct, but in a sort of slang, you will hear it. Um, Anchor is the app free and the website not. So streams are free, lessons are not free. So streams with me today are free. Um, of course, you can send support if you want, if you think the lesson is good. Um, but streams are free, but lessons are not. So lessons where you have a one-on-one -on -one teaching with a tutor, then you have to pay. Um, good. 
and great. I um I think I will finish the stream now. Um, so sorry if I didn't answer your questions. I will do a Q and A again for you in the future. Um, but I have to finish uh, because I've been streaming for half an hour. So thank you everyone for watching. Thanks for your great questions. It's been really fun.